Super Talk Mississippi media production. Kickstart your adventure now with a new Gud Golf Cart from Country Carts of Brookhaven. Gud Golf Carts are assembled right here in Mississippi with the best features around. And best of all, they're street legal. Country Carts of Brookhaven, 401 Highway 51 South, phone 601-748-0454. What a day it was. Are you kidding me? So we wrap up the College World Series and Ole Miss winning the national championship. And then we turn right around and have a a bombshell report. An absolute bombshell with USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten, which used to be a conference that was, you know, Midwest, in the north, now we're west coast. That's totally fine. I'm Michael Borky. I'm really glad that you guys are with me. And that's what we're talking about, obviously. How we got here, why this is happening, and what comes next. That is the theme for today. But whatever you guys want to talk about as well, like Memphis Rebels asking if Drew Bianco is coming to Ole Miss, uh, people are talking about that. And they think that, uh, that there's a possibility that that happens along with uh, another LSU player. We'll see if that actually comes to Uh, fruition or not but I want to talk college football because if you guys have listened to me for long enough and other people as well it's not like I'm some kind of genius but I've been talking about this very thing for a long time with you guys on the radio show in private anybody willing to listen to me that mega conferences were coming that once we found out a few months ago now it's been a little bit longer even that there are two conferences in college football that are financially separating themselves so much from the rest of the pack that they were going to do something drastic. If you want to call this drastic, really you can call it they're going to do something that actually benefits them as opposed to the rest of the sport. And that's what this is. That's what this is here. This is just the SEC and the Big Ten realizing and then other schools in conferences, not in those conferences. Other schools from conferences that are not the Big Ten or the SEC are realizing that if we don't get on that boat, we are going to get left behind. That is what's going on here, but we got a lot to talk about. Let me share this, and uh, and we'll get started. I do want to remind you, if you want to, uh, if you want to comment, be a part, you can, and I can display it just like this. That's uh, a really cool feature here. Um so I would love to hear from you. This isn't just me blabbering. This is for for us, if you will. So, Robert, thank you for uh, uh, the compliment. I appreciate you. And uh, and let's get started. I'm just going to dive into some – I've got some pre prepared notes here. So I'll start with that, and then we'll get to whatever you guys have to say. How does that sound? Um, why are we here, first of all? Well, the, the big news, I think it was John Wilner. Uh, the the guy that broke the news, I don't think I know it was him. He is the uh, the Woj of Pac-12 reporting. Uh, I think he writes for the San Diego paper, but uh, he is the guy, the breaking news guy in Pac-12 circles. And earlier today, he just simply put out that UCLA and USC are going to join the Big Ten. And that just... It's like a bomb goes off when news like that happens. We saw it last year during SEC media days when Texas and Oklahoma 
Uh, the report came out that they were joining the SEC, and you guys remember Ross Bjork uh, hopped on a jet to fly out to Birmingham to say that they were going to fight for it, even though the entire league was going to vote in favor of them joining and there was nothing he could do about it. You guys remember that. This is a, a very similar kind of phenomenon, but something that I've seen, something that I've seen people point out or talk about or discuss or make fun of or whatever is geography. Well, that doesn't make any sense. These teams are in Los Angeles. And well, what's it going to mean for basketball? Is UCLA going to play a Tuesday night game in uh, New Jersey? Uh, Yeah, sure, if that's what it takes. But you, if you're one of those people, and people in my business need to stop thinking of this in terms of geography. Nobody cares in this. Nobody cares at all about keeping things geographical. That is not a driving force in this. It never will be again. Geography does not matter in conference realignment anymore. Like people in the SEC claim that they value having all the states touch each other. Sure, that's a noble goal. But it's probably not achievable anymore. Every college football move from here on out in terms of conferences and realignment is a financial decision. Stop talking about geography and stop talking about the sports that are not football because here's the thing. They don't care. They don't care if it's going to be awkward for volleyball to have Wisconsin be in Los Angeles on a weeknight to play volleyball. They're willing to do that. Why are they willing to do that? Millions and millions and millions more dollars. It's really and truly that simple. A little bit autonomy. They want to govern themselves. They have talked about that at multiple different levels throughout all of this. They want to govern themselves, but more importantly, it's money. So when people are talking about, oh, this doesn't make sense for the Big Ten, the Los Angeles isn't even in the North, but money. Every question that you've got about why they're doing this, the answer is money. Well, why would the SEC want Notre Dame? Money. Why would the SEC want Arizona State? Money. Why would the SEC want North Carolina? Money. Why would the Big Ten want Oregon? Money. Why would the Big Ten want Washington? Money. The answer is money. This, all of this is being driven by the fact that there are two conferences that play major college athletics that are financially set to completely blow past everybody else money. The SEC and the Big Ten are two conferences, and I've talked about this with you guys before, but definitely on the radio show, where they're very comparable. Now, is the SEC a better and and deeper football conference? Yes, but they're definitely comparable. You've got good programs, winning programs, with very large fan bases that care a whole hell of a lot, very attractive matchups, good college towns. They're, They're similar. And they are better at all of those things than the rest of the conferences. Now, what does that mean? It means that the television networks want to pay more money for them. Those are the two conferences in college football that you can say, generally speaking, top to bottom, all give a damn. I mean, look at the facility Northwestern just built, their practice facility. It's stunning. The Pac-12 doesn't care like this. The ACC doesn't care like this. And the Big 12 doesn't care like this. And because the SEC has these fan bases, has these competitive teams, 
has the markets, has the give a damn, they're more attractive for television networks and the television networks pay more money and therefore the separation is going to continue and continue and continue to get wider and wider and wider. And so if you're not on the boat in the SEC, if you're not on the boat in the Big Ten, you want in that boat because you see your conferences failing or lagging very far behind. Look at the ACC's TV deal versus the Big Ten's or the SEC's. The Pac-12's is expiring in a couple of years. Even with USC and UCLA and Oregon and Washington, it was going to be abysmal compared to what the SEC is paying Vanderbilt every year and what the Big Ten is paying Illinois every year. That's the driving force of this. There are two conferences that are very comparable that have all of the factors or the features or whatever that make them attractive. The Pac-12 in its current form is not attractive for a national broadcasting company. The Big 12 is not attractive for a national broadcasting company. The ACC, even with Miami and Florida State and Clemson, not attractive for a national broadcasting company. But the SEC is and the Big 10 is, and that is what's going on here. And you've got teams that want to jump in the boat because if they don't get in that boat, they fear of getting left behind. That is why we're here. That is what's going on right now. And Memphis Rebel said earlier, I promise I'm going to get to your comments here in a little bit, but Memphis Rebel said earlier uh, that they were glad that Ole Miss joined the SEC December of 1932. December of 1932, if you are a fan of an SEC team, especially the two in this state, you should be very thankful that in December of 1932, a representative from your school was sitting in the right room. That, I mean, you you are in this boat, and you're not going to get left out. I, I had a couple of people ask me on Twitter if you know they should be afraid if if Ole Miss or, or State's going to get kicked out. That's not going to happen. It's extremely hard uh, to kick somebody out of a conference. Um, you do bring some value. Do you bring Notre Dame value? Do you bring Texas value? No, but y- you are still in the give a damn footprint for sure. Your charter members, um, you're you're not you don't have to fear of getting kicked out. It's not going to happen. It's extremely hard to do. It's not going to happen. Um, just feel lucky and be lucky that you were in that room in 1932. A few more thoughts, I promise, and I'll get to your messages. Uh, so, what's next? Uh, if you believe Ross Dellinger on Twitter, which you should, uh, nothing immediate. Like, there's not going to be possible. At least he doesn't expect there to be like two teams added to the SEC tomorrow or an announcement that Oregon's going to, going to the Big Ten tomorrow. Like it, it's going to happen, just not like right away. But I expect more cherry picking is what I'll call it. That That's what's going to happen here, guys. There's going to be more cherry picking. The Big Ten and the SEC are going to cherry pick from the other three Power Five conferences And they're going to decide who they think is valuable, who they think brings something to the table. And they're going to pick like, so the big 10 responded to the sec by adding USC and UCLA. I think the sec is going to add teams, uh, possibly four, maybe even eight, uh, to get to 20 or 24. So the big 10 is going to add, I expect them to add Oregon and Washington as well, possibly Notre Dame. 
the SEC is going to add and the Big Ten is going to add and the SEC is going to add, and they're just going to keep cherry-picking who they want until they've created what I think will be two super mega conferences. And I talked about this months ago with you guys. I think this is coming, though. Two mega conferences that will operate very similarly to the AFC and the NFC in the NFL. They will govern themselves. They will control their own playoff. They will control their own transfer windows. They'll control their own compensation models. They'll control everything on their own, and that will be the future of college sports. And here's why I think it's only two. Um, Because at this point, even if they combined, what do the Big 12 and the Pac-12 offer to you that's attractive? Oregon football, Kansas basketball, Oklahoma State's pretty attractive, I guess. But but even if they combine today, what do they offer that is comparable to the SEC and the Big Ten? In my opinion, it's nothing. It's nothing. Um, I think they're in real trouble. I saw somebody today, a, a sports writer with a blue check mark, say that this is all silly and it's going to end with the Power Five conferences breaking away. And my answer is, why should Greg Sankey sit at the same table as the Big 12 now? Especially after the crap that they pulled during playoff expansion conversations. Why would Greg Sankey, the leader of the SEC, sit down at a table with the Big 12 anymore? What would he gain from that? Partnering, alliancing with the Big 12 or the Pac-12. What benefit does he have in doing that? I would argue none especially as the purging is going to continue. There's incentive for him to sit down at the table with Kevin Warren in the Big Ten. Attractive matchups, big money. That makes sense. Them two working together like the AFC and the NFC and the NFL, that makes sense. But when you say, oh, the Power Five's just going to break away, this is all silly. There's no Power Five anymore. There's a Power Two. Maybe two and a half, because Clemson and Miami and Florida State still exist in the ACC. There's no Power Five anymore. There's no incentive for Greg Sankey to sit down with the Big 12. I wouldn't if I were him. I would watch what Kevin Warren's doing at the Big 10, and I would cherry pick along with him, and then we would work out together a couple mega conferences, whether it's two conferences of 20, two conferences of 24. That's where... I think this is headed. I also believe that Notre Dame, and we'll get to this with you guys in a little bit, would be an attractive and viable option to join the SEC. And again, you have got to remove geography from your mind. Well, Indiana is not in the Southeast. doesn't matter anymore. Geography doesn't matter. What would Notre Dame bring to you? One of, if not the largest brands in college football. And make no mistake about Notre Dame. Despite them not winning championships really in my lifetime, Notre Dame hasn't won anything of value in my life. But they remain, even to this day, one of the biggest brands in college football. So you would add that brand, and what adding that brand really means is making more money. You would add an extremely attractive road trip to their campus and them to yours, again, generating more money and winnable games. 
What, what is there not to like about Notre Dame being in the SEC aside from geography? I think that's an attractive option. I think the SEC should pursue it. It sounds like the Big Ten is the most likely situation, and Notre Dame will not remain independent forever. They're not going to keep leaving tens and tens and tens of millions of dollars on the table to remain independent. They're joining the Big Ten or the SEC. You watch. It's coming. Absolutely, it's coming. Um, I think they would be an attractive option for the SEC. I do. And last thing I've got for you before I just get to your comments and we go back and forth is I think this is really good for college football on multiple fronts. First of all, the current structure of college football is destroying it. You guys have heard me talk about it before. I think uh, the, the lack of parity is horrible for the sport. I think the people that govern it are terrible at what they do. I think the current playoff is completely and totally unattractive. I think the NCAA is completely and totally incompetent. They should have seen NIL coming. They should have seen transfer uh, portal and all that stuff, player autonomy coming, and they did nothing about it. They're completely and totally incompetent and incapable of governing college football. I also don't think that the, the big conferences should be playing by the same rules as Furman and Tennessee Chattanooga or Wisconsin Whitewater or Mount Union or Eastern Washington. Those are all governed by the same set of rules. That that shouldn't happen, and the NCAA is not capable of doing that. But also, I think this is good for college football because what will happen next is when this mega conference mega conferences form and have their own playoff, it gives programs like Southern Miss an actual championship to play for because the overwhelming majority of the FBS has zero chance at making the playoff. Think about it. If Southern Miss were to go 11-1 and this year, they wouldn't make the playoff. Nope. Wouldn't sniff it. Maybe a top 15 team. They play Alabama this year. Uh, well, I think they have two Power 5 games, right? Let's see, just to make sure. Point is... Southern Miss has nothing to play for right now. It's Miami. So if Southern Miss went 11-1 and with that loss to Miami, maybe, maybe a top 15 team. Maybe. Cincinnati had to go undefeated for two years before somebody gave them a playoff shot. And they were completely and totally outclassed. They got nothing to play for. Let's be totally honest about the group of five. They have no championship to play for. This would create one for them. I think that would be an added benefit and a good thing for college football. So that's my spiel, and uh, and let's get to it. If the SEC goes to 20, what, four? Yeah, they would have to add four more. Um, what's interesting about them adding teams in the current situation is apparently, I'm a little confused actually by some of the reporting. Because on one hand, you've got people reporting that NC State, Virginia, North Carolina are trying to get into the SEC, that Clemson, Florida State are trying to get into the SEC. But you've got other people reporting that because of the ACC's TV deal and the grant of rights being 14 years long, that it's really not possible for them to get out of it. So if the, if the schools are, if the reports are accurate and those schools are trying to get out, but also 
they're stuck because of grant or rights, which one's true? I mean, if I'm connecting dots or a line between two dots that maybe don't exist, it sounds like the schools think that they have a way that they can get out of it, would be my guess. Uh, But if they can't, then we've got 14 years before we start talking about ACC schools. I don't buy that. I think people can lawyer their way out of basically anything, especially when it comes to something like this. But that's an extra layer they have to deal with. That's why this is so easy for USC and UCLA and Oregon and and whoever from the Pac-12 that wants to leave because their TV deal's up in two years. So they can buy out of that really quick. There's a huge financial difference between two years and, and 14 years. Coop DeVille says, if I'm Missouri, I'll try to get into the Big Ten. They're an odd fit in the SEC and are not really that competitive. Then if I am Greg Sankey, I decided to add one team or five more. Yeah, I saw Wilner put that out there earlier today uh, about how the Big Ten should target Missouri. I actually agree with them. And I think it would be the right call for Missouri because leaving for the Big Ten won't be bad a bad financial decision. Leaving for the ACC would be a horrible financial decision or any other conference, but the Big Ten is going to pay them what they're going to get in the SEC, and it fits so much better uh, than it does in uh, in the SEC. Coop DeVille also says, I'll try to get four of these, Oklahoma State, Notre Dame, Clemson, Florida State, Miami, Louisville, Georgia Tech, or North Carolina. I would remove, if I were you, Louisville, Georgia Tech, or North Carolina from that Or, excuse me, Louisville and Georgia Tech from that list. Just those two. Truthfully, uh, I know some people, uh, our our radio show ran a poll today, and like 65% of uh, the responses uh, would not try to get Notre Dame in the SEC. That would be my first phone call if I were Greg Sankey. That would be my first one, would be to Notre Dame. My second one would, well, well, he doesn't have to call them. He probably has to pursue Notre Dame. The other ones are going to come to him. So I would talk to Notre Dame first. Uh, The second call I would answer would be North Carolina. Uh, I would rather North Carolina than Clemson. And I think that's a no-brainer. New state, um, good brand power. Basketball also helps. More importantly, new state, more money, new state, big brand, more money, 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 money is driving all of this. Um, And then I would go another state north, try Virginia. Um, It sounds crazy, I know, but I I would add North Carolina before Clemson. Um, I, I would possibly add Virginia before Clemson. I don't think Georgia Tech does anything for me. I don't think Louisville does anything for me. Oklahoma State's interesting, but you are adding Oklahoma already. They'll have their pick. Memphis Rebel says, I'll say Arizona State, Arizona, Oklahoma State, and North Carolina, or NC State. I I will say, if the SEC adds Arizona State, that tells me that they're planning on really expanding. You know what I mean? Like, if they add Arizona State, I don't think they're adding one more. I think they're adding five more or seven more in, in that uh, scenario. I, I don't think that um, I don't think it would be just two with Arizona State being one of those two. But again, people ask, and I, I got a text earlier: Why Arizona State? 
money. Arizona State, the, the center of campus at Arizona, at Arizona State is 10 miles from the center of downtown Phoenix. You know how big Phoenix is? Money. Again, money. Why would they add Arizona State? They're not that good in football. Money. Money. <laughs> I mean, UCF is a better program than Arizona State, but Arizona State would bring more money. Noah asked, why would Arch go to Texas when he's going to get slapped in the SEC money? I mean, look, Austin's a really cool town. Texas has got everything that you could imagine for for a young college athlete. I mean, they've got everything. Yes, they lose to Kansas in embarrassing fashion. And yes, they cry when people do this because they're the softest fan base in America. But they've got everything. You know, they, they've got everything that uh, that you could ask for. Um, but they are going to get slapped around in the SEC. I agree with that. Memphis Rebel says, ever since West Virginia moved to the Big 12, the whole location debate went out the door. It's a good point. Uh, West Virginia is just not the brand that like causes that kind of you know hysteria or whatever. But I saw a lot of people like, oh, it doesn't make sense. Look at how stupid this map is. Yes, it's stupid. But guess what else is stupid? The amount of money they're going to make. The amount of money. Scott says, good evening to me and to all of you, I hope. Who do you think the next two teams the SEC picks up outside of the ACC since their TV deal sucks? Um, yeah, who? I don't know. Uh, I mean, they would be able to get Arizona State right now if they wanted them. They'd be able to get Oklahoma State right now if they wanted them. You guys might think I'm crazy. Uh, I think I would uh, consider Utah. I would consider it. I'm not saying that I would go that route, but I would look into financials and stuff and fan base and money, and I would look into it. I would inquire, just kind of see what what they're all about. Um, but th- those would be it, it. Would one of the Arizonas, o- Oklahoma State? I mean, hell, you, you guys are going to think I'm crazy. Oregon, I would at least do some background on everything's all there, there's nothing off the table now literally everything's on the table uh, apparently in the league office they valued the states touching each other get past that although indiana does touch uh, it is a border state in the sec now so um yeah scott i, I would notre dame notre dame would be my first try truthfully Coop DeVille uh, says, do you see Texas and Oklahoma being on the football schedule next season? No, it's going to be a few years. Uh, might all might be all the way out to 2025. There's just a lot of moving parts and a lot of money, so it might be a few years. Jason says, I see the Arizona schools in Utah going anywhere that will take them. Everybody in the Pac-12 will go anywhere that will take them at this point. The Pac-12 as an entity doesn't care. Just look at how far it's dropped off in the last 20 years. You can't get their TV network. You can't get people to show up. Their games are not attractive on a national level. Nobody cares. And that's a good point, Memphis Rebel says. Who are they going to replace you with if they do kick you out? There's not that many attractive options out there, and you can add them without removing somebody. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. 
Scootaville says Hunt Palmer and Jeremy Hill on 104.5 ESPN Baton Rouge said today that the four teams who need to be out of the SEC are Missouri, Vandy, and the two Mississippi schools because they add no value to the SEC. Those guys are idiots. Even even having that conversation is stupid. It's, it's just a dumb conversation to have. Uh, I don't even know why you would talk about that. It's not going to happen, but I, you know, whatever fills time. The earliest I can see the SEC expand again. Um, before Ross kind of threw some cold water on it, I figured it was going to happen soon. Um, maybe this time next year. Because Greg Sankey's currently working on the transformation committee and stuff. Uh, maybe this time next year uh, you'll see some more expansions. I don't think the SEC is going to act irrationally unless it's already been in the works for a while. Uh, so let's say just throwing a name out there just because I I, I don't know anything about this, but um, let's say that the SEC had already been working on adding Utah. That could happen soon, I suppose. But nothing is going to happen that wasn't already in the works, if that makes sense. Um, Greg Sankey's a pragmatic guy. He's not going to like respond to this. Not immediately. No, it says if it does turn to two major conferences, what happens to the rest of the teams that don't make the conferences? Or will all teams be a part of one of two conferences? I don't think they would do it that way. I don't think they would do it that way at all. I think that they would have to f- form their own division, whether they stay in the NCAA or, or what, but they would form their own level in playoff. The FCS, you already have precedent for it, right? The FCS, they they play up divisions. They play down a division like Furman plays at Clemson this year. I think they also have like point university on the schedule. So, you know, you can play up and you can play down, but they have their own playoff. That's what's going to happen at this level as well. The group of five and whatever the hell is left of the Pac-12 and whatever the hell is left of the Big 12 is going to play for their own playoff, I think. I think that's where this is headed. William says the SEC owns football and baseball the SEC will add basketball schools, and that will be the end of it. Hell, they're already getting close to owning it without them. Bart says Phoenix TV market, Arizona State. E- exactly. Um, having having Phoenix, what is it, the fourth biggest city in America? The fifth biggest city in America. Yeah. At least according to Google. Um, that's just city population. That doesn't include metro. Let's let's do it this way. Let's do metro areas. So this is 2019, but whatever. I mean, you guys get the point. Okay, never mind. This website's asking me to pay for it. You get the point. You get the point. Phoenix is a huge market. My gosh, the internet used to be fast and accessible. Coupe DeVille is asking, what do two mega conferences do for sports like baseball? Um, They just kind of figure it out, mostly. They just kind of figure it out. I expect, though, like if if this does happen, if my hypothesis is correct, which, by the way, I, I believe it's correct. I don't know if you'd want to bet me on that. Um, you can still play 
like the NCAA basketball tournament. You can still have the baseball tournament. I think this would be just a football thing. Um, People have already started considering the idea of having football be totally separate from things like Title IX and figuring that out. I, I don't know. Letting football stand on its own and govern itself absent the NCAA and keeping everything else as is. That would be the most likely a solution. Scott says, well, the TV deal in the SEC change with Texas and Oklahoma coming in, it'll just grow. It'll just get bigger. A lot bigger. Memphis Rebel says, let's be honest, Arkansas, Fayetteville isn't really Southern. Yeah, see, like Notre Dame, you know, maybe it's not a culture fit or whatever, but You've already got a couple of strange culture fits anyway, or just strange cultures in general. But, I mean, let's not pretend like Columbia, South Carolina is some southern town, you know? It's not. It's a bigger downtown area. Missouri doesn't fit at all. Um, but but Notre Dame's just different financially and otherwise. Uh, it's got a prestige that you want to have as part of your league. Noah says the only way to fix it without expanding conferences too much might be to expand the national championship bracket. That's too late, though. See, the alliance got really cute when Texas and Oklahoma joined the SEC, and they got together and they blocked playoff expansion, and that screwed them over. This was probably already going to happen anyway, but Greg Sankey, you could tell, took that personally. He took that personally. He was willing to do what's best for the sport instead of his league. And they pulled those stunts that they pulled. You tell me he's just going to sit right back down at the table and, and work with them again? Nah. That's too late for that. If I had to predict what would be the names of my two mega conferences, uh, the... One would be the SFC, the Southern Football Conference. Maybe you go NFC, Northern Football Conference. Something like that. Southern SFC and NFC. The NFL probably has some kind of trademark on NFC when it comes to football conference, but um, be a good place to start. Something really simple. Think about the NFL, how simple the NFL is. What is their championship game called? The Super Bowl. What are their conferences called? The National Football Conference and the American Football Conference. What are their divisions called? North, South, East, and West. It's very simple. It's very easy to understand and follow. In college football, it's so complicated. It's You have the Southeastern Conference, but Missouri's in it. You have the Atlantic Coast Conference. You have the Big 12 featuring teams from... West Virginia to Iowa, you've got the Pac-12, which has it's a it's a mess. Everything's complicated. The college football playoff committee, you have all the it's a mess. It's all out of. It's hard to explain to people that don't know what's going on. The NFL is simple to explain. Who plays in the Super Bowl? The best team from these from the American Conference and the best team from the National Conference. Simple. It's easy. College football is not. And you learn a thing or two from the NFL. Paul says, wouldn't Notre Dame be better off independent in scheduling two games in the SEC, two in the ACC, and two in the Big Ten? No, they would not because 
Television deals. It's that simple. Notre Dame has a contract with NBC that uh, doesn't pay them what the SEC pays Vanderbilt, for example. And that's only going to get bigger and bigger. The gap is only going to get bigger and bigger. Jason says it doesn't have to be comparable to the SEC or the Big Ten to still make a buttload of money, though. Yeah, but what league would do that? What what other league is there that is in position to make a buttload of money? That's the issue here. uh, With uh, No matter who you hire as the commissioner of the Pac-12, you can't force give a damn on people. You can't do it. People in the Bay Area of California, forgive my language, everybody, please excuse me, they don't give a shit about college football. They don't. You can't make them. They don't care. They don't, and they never will. It's just not the same. The, the, the region of the country doesn't really produce players the way they do here. Look at the ACC, for example. Think about the environment that Clemson has to play in on a, any given Saturday. Maybe they have to go to Wake Forest, where half the stadium is wearing orange. Or they drive up to Chestnut Hill in, in Boston, where that tiny, dated-looking stadium is filled with about half Clemson fans. Or maybe they have to go to Virginia Tech. Not an easy place to play, but then the next week they go to Virginia, where it's a pretty sleepy environment with empty seats all over the place. Or Syracuse, you know, really tough to play in the Carrier Dome, isn't it? In the SEC, though? Uh, you think it's easy to go into Starkville with 60,000 cowbells ringing? No way. Arkansas has been a disaster for a long time, generally speaking, up until last couple of years, I guess. Last year, more specifically. Fayetteville is a, a bear to go play in. It's a raucous environment. Nasty. Columbia, South Carolina, just nasty place to go play. Even when they're not good, it's still hard to go play there. Not to mention Alabama, Texas A&M, LSU, Florida, Georgia. Good Lord, Neyland. You can't force give a damn on people. And that's that's the biggest difference. Is there? That's the reason for separation. The yes, the the it just means more thing. Is a goofy tagline that people that are a lot smarter than us like to make fun of, right? The very smart college football writers that are way too cool. Um, They make fun of it, but it's true. I was about to say something else, but I don't need to. Coop says, let's be honest, USC and UCLA see the writing on the wall. The Big Ten Network is talking all day about this news of the Pac-12 Network is streaming a volleyball game. Yep. Derek Diamond and Drew McDaniel entered the portal. That doesn't surprise me. Derek Diamond wasn't going to have much of a role on next year's team, I don't think. Missouri's in the SEC because it brings St. Louis and Kansas City to TV revenue. That's big. Yeah, but you can replace them with somebody that would bring just as much, if not more, value, I think. I think. Let's say both mega conferences had 24 teams each. How big would the playoff be? Uh, six from one, six from the other, right? You wouldn't play a conference championship game. At least you shouldn't. How would you format? How should you format that? Because in the NFL, right, the AFC champion 
won a playoff essentially to get there and vice versa. And same thing for the opposite. So would you do six teams to get a buy and do it that way? So the Southern football conference would have a six team playoff to choose their representative in the Northern football conference or whatever would have a six team playoff to choose their representative. And then you play in the college football championship. Or would you do eight and eight and do it that way? Eight and eight's probably more likely because, again, money. But how many games would you ask these kids to play? That's another thing. But that's the beauty of it. They get to decide. They don't have to cut through all this red tape BS and all these committees and all this crap that you have to do right now. You just decide. The NFL, they added a regular season game. They just had one meeting, and boom, we have a new regular season game. We wanted to add another wild card weekend, so we sat down, had a meeting, boom, we have another wild card weekend. That's what college football can be now. Jason says, I think you're right about the mega conferences, though, and that'll be how they completely break away from the NCAA when everyone is on the same page. Fewer cooks in the kitchen. Ramsey says North Carolina and Florida State make uh, for sure make the most sense in the SEC to him. NC State would be a sneaky good addition as well. Uh, Raleigh's a bigger place. Uh, they have a, a, a good support system, good fan base, generally pretty good at football. They have some basketball that helps as well, although that's not what anybody's thinking about here. Who could you see leaving the SEC in the future? Only Missouri. Uh, the only way Vanderbilt would leave is if they gave up on sports. They just make too much money. Dwight says, Dwight Schrute, I was just watching The Office earlier, says super conferences don't make sense to me. I know it's about money, but 20-team conferences with four of the top five programs in the country. Uh, yeah. Just, it's hard to just concede the fact that our sports that we know and love are uh, – exclusively all about money. But that's that's all it is. Colorado brings Denver TV revenue, but do they add value outside of Denver? And that's a question about Arizona State as well. Does Arizona State add value outside of, of Phoenix? Paul says, as an Arkansas fan, I want the Texas-Arkansas rivalry renewed once they're in the SEC. Buddy, you don't have to worry about that. (laughs) I think that is a given uh, when they come back. That would be a great addition, wouldn't it, if they had a conference realignment system to the new NCAA video game? It's a good idea, Memphis Rebel. Ramsey also says, let's just add Hawaii for crying out loud. Yeah, except, well, here's the thing, though. Hawaii had to condemn the... uh, Aloha Stadium, they can't use it anymore. They had to condemn the building. It was like bound to collapse or whatever. So now they built like this temporary, they had like an on-campus like football field with some bleachers with a track around the field for their track and field team. And they just like added more temporary bleachers. So now that Aloha Stadium's gone, I don't know if it's worth the trip anymore. Yeah, see, Dwight, it, it's not a conversation worth having, honestly, um, about 
kicking teams out of the SEC. It, it, one, it's not going to happen. Um, and, and that's weird. Of all people, LSU talking about Ole Miss in particular, considering what Ole Miss did to LSU this year, and they embarrassed them. But, you know, what do I know? Um, and, and unfortunately, I, I know the, the two baseball teams just won national championships, but th- those aren't even a thought when it comes to stuff like this. Baseball's not even a thought. They, they could not care less with, with these discussions. Baseball doesn't make money. Again, they only care. This is only about money and nothing more. Baseball is not even a thought. They, they couldn't care less in terms of this. In their mind, it's, yeah, we'll figure that out when the time comes. We don't care right now. That's where their mindset is. Coop says, I wonder if the Big Ten tries to get West Virginia, Iowa State, Kansas, and Kansas State after they get Oregon and Washington. My guess, and it's strictly a guess, my guess is the Big Ten will get Oregon and Washington. I think they're going to try to get Notre Dame, and I think they're going to try to get North Carolina or Virginia. Uh, maybe Virginia Tech. I think that's the route they're more likely to go than Kansas because Kansas is good at basketball, but it's a drain in football, just an absolute drain. Um, to me, Kansas State adds nothing uh, at all. Um, Iowa State would make some sense, maybe. If I could only pick one, Florida State or Miami, Miami. Uh, that's an easy answer for me. Uh, it's Miami. Uh, the market, the city, the road trip. And the brand is fine. They have shown that they have willingness to be competitive nationally. And more importantly, Miami's a big place, big money. Having that city in your rotation is attractive for the money people in the league. Yeah, it would be Miami. Um, Scott says, when does logistics and airfare start to factor in with non-revenue sports? Um, When that starts offsetting the tens and tens and tens of millions of dollars a year, that they start to get because of it. Travel cost is up there, but it's not tens of millions of dollars annually. So no. I'm hearing, should I stay or should I go by the clash going through the college athletics world right now? Uh, 99% of them, the answer is, uh, should you go? <laughs> I mean, you should only stay if you're in the SEC or Big Ten. Otherwise, you should go. Dennis says, a few schools have paid think tanks in D.C. and San Francisco to play this out. Many of them, the high academic ones with huge endowments, are going to bow out of the college football arms race. Private universities, uh, Virginia's, Berkeley's. I think Virginia, if what people are saying is accurate, Virginia wants in this game. I don't know if it's true or not. That's what people are saying, though. That that Virginia, they they want in. They want to be a part of this. Um yeah, I do think, though, that, like, um, sorry, somebody just sent me a, a column that was written that, uh, anyway, that was, that was really bad. Um, sorry, sorry, completely distracted me, completely, completely distracted me, but that's, uh, that's okay. Um, but yes, like Stanford, they're not going to get involved in this. They don't have enough people to care to try. 
How about the NCFC and SCFC? I like that. See, and you should get away from NFL trademarks if you do that. Yes, and and that's how I would do it. I mean, that, that's how. And for those of you listening in podcast, I'm sorry. Memphis Rebel says uh, if they do two mega conferences, do you think that they categorize teams into geographical conferences like the uh, Southern? Football Conference of the SCFC Southwest North. Yes. Yeah. It, it, you, you've got to simplify this. You've got to make it easier to understand, in my opinion. That's part of the attractiveness of the NFL. It's just very easy. Um, easier to explain to people. To me. Scheduling is easy to explain. Conference names, everything. Saw the Big Ten Championship is already wanting to move to SoFi Stadium. And why would you not? Why would you not? I I said this on the radio today because, you know, we have an audience, a a sports talk radio audience in Mississippi. You can imagine what the opinions about Los Angeles are. And I said then that, look, you guys, and we got a couple texts. I was like, Los Angeles is awesome to visit for a few days. It's a destination. It's a vacation place. You can go to the beach, go to Hollywood Studios, Rodeo Boulevard, all that crap, you know. And really make a good, fun trip out of Los Angeles. Would you want to live there? Could you afford to live there? That's, you know, that's a conversation for another day. But it's a destination. It's a huge place and it's a destination. You want to do that. And yes, I could definitely see schools potentially, depending on how this shakes out, dropping football or dropping down a level. I could see that happening. Underdog Tribune on Facebook says the ACC seems doomed sooner than the rest. They pretty much pinned, they're pretty much pinned by the SEC and Big Ten geographically. At least the Big 12 and Pac 12 remnants can try to stick together if they really wanted to try. And their TV deal sucks so bad that they're they're really screwed. Um, and I have been to Arizona, actually. Uh, I have. I've been to Tempe. I've been to the campus of Arizona State, been uh in the um and been in Sun Devil Stadium before they renovated it. It does have, you know, it's different. The uh, the foliage is different. Um, that's a cool place, man. I, I love Phoenix and Tempe, and it's really cool, in my opinion. I live there. It's a really cool place. Am I surprised with 90% of the media picking Mississippi State to be last in the West this year? Um, no and yes. I think Auburn should be picked to finish last in the West, but uh, State's got to prove it. Mike Leach has got to prove it. That's that's the thing here, guys, is, yeah, they return a lot of production. They do lose a top 10 pick, first round pick, top 10 pick, left tackle, for good measure, lose their right tackle as well. But the, the offense was too inconsistent. People have got to see it first. They've got to believe in it first. Whether you think it's fair or not doesn't matter. This is the reality. A lot of people think Mike Leach is just a gimmick. They don't think it's sustainable. They don't think it's consistent. They've got to prove that because last year, even though they got better year over year, they were inconsistent. Yes, they came back against Auburn, couldn't score against Ole Miss or Texas Tech. Yes, you know, they, they should have won the game in Fayetteville, couldn't score against a bad LSU team. Uh, you know, beat NC State, but that was a defensive win. That was a defensive win. Um, it's got to be consistent or else people are going to think it's a gimmick. So that that's 
That's why that's happening. That's not where I will vote them at SEC Media Days next month. Well, I guess this month, uh, when most of you guys are listening to this. Um, that's not where I will vote them, but that's why people will, because they don't believe in it yet. He's got to prove that it will work consistently in the SEC, and that has not happened yet. That's where that's coming from. Yeah, And I'm, I'm not saying I agree with it. That's why that phenomenon is happening. It, it's it, There's got to be consistency. Williams says he agrees with the take I had on the radio show today. Florida State needs Coach Prime. Yeah, if they want to get in these conversations and get wanted, <laughs> they got to go get Coach Prime. Oh, Scott, no, I, I would I would not do Barstool Idol. No, I will not uh, embarrass myself that much, but I appreciate the uh, the compliment on the, on the rest that you said. But no, I, I would not subject myself to that at all. That would require me quitting my job, too. Uh, to just get cut because of a uh, spinny wheel and where it lands on. Uh, couldn't do that to a little guy that's sleeping next door. Jason says if they start a couple super conferences based solely on value, the TV attractiveness, sooner or later, a whole bunch of teams are going to get their feelings hurt. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely they are. Memphis Rebel says, I just think the Southern College Athletics Conference and the Northern College Athletics Conference is simple enough. I agree. I agree. That uh, that sounds really, really good. But again, I mean, it, they're not going to trim the SEC. It's a very stupid thing uh, to say and, uh, and to write because it's not going to happen like that. It will not happen, uh, not happen like that. So... I've been at it almost an hour. I've got a couple of things to do tonight. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Don't forget to like the video. Please like the video if you haven't already. Subscribe if you have not already. Uh, and I'll be back with you guys on Sunday night. Probably going to be a lot of stuff that happens between then and uh, and now. But thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you. Like the video, subscribe, and I'll see you again on Sunday night. Y'all have a good one. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.